0: This is the Taz and Jim
1: Podcast. Here's a headline. Ballet director suspended, suspended after wiping dog feces on critics' face. So there's a a German newspaper critic who has not been kind with their reviews towards a ballet in, uh, in Germany. And the ballet director took offense to the review that was written about their uh their show so they she got some dog poo and wiped it on the face of the critic okay i'm glad it was at least dog poo <laughs> honestly i know that's a weird uh compromise but uh, thank god it's just dog poo. <laughs> yeah. aggressive though holy did i tell you jim about the panic in my house last week involving feces on a face <laughs> no but let me hear it holy I'm in the kitchen preparing dinner. oh no. My little three year old daughter walks into the kitchen, big smile on her face. Uh, she's not wearing pants for some reason. <laughs> and she's got brown smears oh. all over her face. Oh, no. Oh, no. So instantly i I jump to the conclusion that she has gone to the bathroom and somehow gotten poo-poo on her face. Oh, and I ask her that question, she gets all upset, she falls on the floor, covers her face and won't show daddy, Does she's embarrassed now, yeah. doesn't wanna show daddy. I think so she's I'm, in trouble. I'm trying to calm her down saying, daddy's not mad, he just needs to know what's on your face, what's on your face? Take me to where this happened, what's going on? And she wouldn't tell me for a couple minutes so I, I picked her up and we walked upstairs and I walked around a bit, I found her pants there was nothing in there. That was the good news. And eventually I got her to calm down and said, okay, there's no poo-poo in your pants. Where did, where did this come from? What's on your face? Show me. And she walked over to mommy's, uh, uh, sink in the, in the en pointed at the drawer. I opened the drawer and she had gotten into like the foundation makeup. Oh, Phew. Yeah, no doubt. Talk about relieved! Yeah,
0: that is the best case scenario. Yeah, right there. so she
1: had a, she's been watching mommy put on makeup, and she yeah. she got the makeup and thought, and that's another reason she was so upset because she thought she made herself look pretty.
0: Sure, and mommy's been putting her makeup on pantsless for
1: years, and that's, that's where she picked
0: it up from. That's the way
1: we do it in our house, <laughs> pants are the last things to go on before you walk out the door. Truly. <laughs> Yeah, so close call. We are lucky. We've been lucky with the poo stories, but I've heard some parents tell, you know, just nightmare stuff about not knowing where that smell's coming from, and then they finally close their kid's door, and it's all smeared on the back of the door.
0: white carpet, white couch. In In the closet, in the laundry
1: hamper, in Uh, between the mattresses. You got away with one there. Absolutely. The Taz and Jim podcast. So, you know, you've heard the song A Love in an Elevator by Aerosmith before, talking about whether or not that is something that you've ever experienced. Jim, you have not. No. I, I've maybe done a little kissing in an elevator.
0: Yeah, I think, especially when you're at a hotel and you're heading back, and it's kind of like sure. fun to be like, oh, we can't even wait till we get to the room. And then we, we did get to the room always, but.
1: Yeah, but I've never gone all the way <laughs> in an elevator. Yeah. However, some of our listeners have. Hi, Taz and Jim, you're on the air.
2: Who's this? Hey, it's uh, Becky calling. I have a story about loving it up in an elevator with my hubby. So, you know, hubby and I finally get a night out, you know, young kids and everything. And, you know, I was feeling a little bit frisky once I got home, feeling a little extra lovey because he gave me a real good date night. And, you know, we're getting a little frisky in the elevator. And okay, so you a... got, you're got
1: you living in an apartment building, right? <laughs> you got it Okay, so you're going
2: back up to your apartment No, don't get me wrong, we went past our floor Because we were only halfway And, uh, yeah, we got caught
0: Uh-oh Did you hit the yeah. emergency stop or you just let fate take its
1: control?
2: We let fate take its control
1: Oh, boy <laughs>
2: <Nothing> <laughs> Who caught you? Doors
1: open, who's standing there?
2: It was an elderly man with his pug puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, the poor gentleman. Like we see, saw him daily. And, and...
0: He covers his dog's eyes, yeah. <laughs> and the dog
1: moves the hand down. Look <laughs> don't
2: <again>. look, Fifi. <laughs> oh my god, that's exactly it. And so what oh, state okay. of
1: undress were you in at this point?
2: Um, I was um. B- Uh, Um, let's just say he was down on, on his knees. Hello. Hello. Living it up
1: when we're going down. (laughs) 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 Going down. (laughs) Down, down, down. (laughs) Good for you. Sounds like you got
2: a keeper there, Becky. Oh, hell yeah. We've been together since, uh, oh my God public school
1: that's great yeah
2: man so, and yeah, you've never to spoken that. to that
1: old man with the puppy in the lobby i'm sure since no
2: nope, we can't even make eye contact <laughs>
1: i'm surprised you haven't moved out
2: <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> maybe we should know
1: happy valentine's day
2: happy valentine's thanks this
1: is the taz and jim podcast it is valentine's day february the 14th Maybe as we speak you are preparing your special someone breakfast in bed which is an acceptable meal according to most people to eat in bed. Yeah. Have you ever had lunch in bed, Jim? <laughs> or dinner in bed? No, like a like a sandwich, like a proper sandwich in bed? New poll says uh, that 44% of people agree eating in bed is romantic. 39% said mainly breakfast in bed. 22% said it's okay if the bedding is being changed later that day. (laughs) And 17% of people said the idea of eating in bed is nicer than actually making love.
0: Okay, I don't know if I'd go that far, but you know what I will say? Other than breakfast, eating in bed is good?
1: Room service. At a hotel, yes. and you're like, you're
0: like, I'm tired. Let's just stay in tonight and get room service. That's and true. then you got the bed; it's all covered in like the silver plating and like the lids and everything. That's the that's the only time I think I've eaten. You got a movie on or yeah. a
1: show on the TV. Yeah, that's, that's you're right because I do when I'm at a hotel. I eat in bed all the time. But they clean the sheets for you. Yeah, never do it at home. Yeah, never do it at home. Fifty-two percent of people say they can't enjoy eating in bed because they're worried about making a mess. 26% of people saying food should not be allowed in the bedroom under any circumstances. Not even a can of whipped cream yeah. in the uh, nightstand? Live a little. So the most acceptable foods to eat in bed. Fruit. That can be romantic, like the chocolate dipped strawberries. Yeah, yeah. also no crumbs when it comes to fruit. <laughs> chocolate, yogurt, ice cream, pizza, A hamburger, cake, biscuits, sandwiches, and a pie. I got to be honest, my most common meal eaten in bed? Pie? (laughs) No. Uh, (laughs) McDonald's breakfast. Uh Uh-huh. Hung over. Give the pie a try, Jim. (laughs) You might like it. Uh, The foods. These are the worst foods to eat in bed, according to this survey. Nature Valley granola bar. Soup. Okay, yeah. Pasta and sauce. Stir fry. Curry. Fish and chips, (laughs) tacos, again. Well, I mean, come on, guys. A hot dog. uh, Yeah, well. Ramen, sausage and mashed potato, (laughs) and a roast beef dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, going on. (laughs) um, Pass the gravy, honey. (laughs) Um, Happy Valentine's Day. Is this Taz and Jim? It sure is. It's Crystal calling. How are you guys? Good, Good, Crystal. Happy Valentine's Day.
0: Happy Valentine's Day. I just wanted to say I'm like legit crying
2: from that conversation you just had from breakfast in bed.
1: Are you a breakfast in bed, girl? You like eating in bed?
2: (laughs) It depends on what we're
1: eating. Oh,
0: Crystal! Hello!
1: (laughs) Hello! Have a romantic day, all right? Yes, thank you. You as well. And we hope your uh, appetite is satisfied. (laughs) Here we go. Will you love them or will you leave them? Will you choose the ring or choose freedom? Take a hockey game or will you keep them? Either way, one thing is free. Will you love them or will you leave them? Propose now, we're never going to see them. You'll never get down dirty under the sheets. You and somebody's get four golden
2: seats.
1: Hey, it's up to you. <coughs> Love them or leave them, the ultimate ultimatum here with Taz and Jim on Valentine's Day. Let's meet our winner. Well, it really hasn't won anything yet, but has won the opportunity to give their partner the big question. Will you propose to me or will you break up to me live on the radio? (laughs) This is big. (laughs) Congratulations, I guess, to Cassandra Hey, Cassandra. Hi there. (laughs) Now, we got to say all our entries that we received, some great stories, all our finalists were awesome on the radio Mm -hmm. last week. We ended up doing a random draw uh, because they were all so great. And Cassandra, we picked your name here. You were the teacher, right? You're, I
3: was. Yeah, I am the teacher.
1: <laughs> yeah, you qualified on Friday, Jim. You weren't here for this. Let's, no, let's play this back because it was a cute moment. I called Cassandra to let her know she had qualified for love him or leave him, and she was actually standing in front of her class, and <laughs> this is what it sounded like.
3: Yeah, it's a little embarrassing. I'm hoping that, like, um, that by giving this ultimatum, that maybe he can propose. So we'll see. I don't know. <laughs>
1: you you love Sam.
3: I do, yes. I love STEM a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Classic.
3: They are a great class. <laughs>
1: yeah, they are. It sounds like they've got you back. <laughs> so the kids in your class now, you maybe would have kept this a secret if you weren't teaching at the time. But yeah. uh, they obviously all know about this, Cassandra, right?
3: They do, yeah. They're actually really excited to see what happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And all your coworkers at the school you teach at?
3: A couple of my coworkers, know. Um, a couple of my good friends. Um, yeah, most of my students are like, oh, I want to show the police tickets. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> they,
1: they don't understand love yet?
3: No. <laughs>
1: now, the big question is, uh, does Sam know?
3: He does not know that I Sam. Um, That I'm the qualifier. Um, That you're the winner. That I'm the winner. Yeah, the winner. So um, I did tell him that I'm going to apply to the contest. He had no idea that this would go this far. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm really excited to see his uh, his a response. Us too. Uh, Yeah. So I'm a little nervous. I couldn't sleep at night last night.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but he doesn't know we're calling him because we're gonna in about three or four minutes. He doesn't know we're calling. He probably does now if he listens to our show.
3: Oh, dear. Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> he loves you guys.
1: I wonder how he's feeling. <laughs>
3: Here's your last chance. How far away is Mexico? <laughs> Got to get out
1: of here. <laughs> All right. So you guys have been together for quite a while. What was it, seven years?
3: Yeah, seven years going on eight.
1: All right. And he has spent a lot of money on a lot of different things, but an engagement ring never one of them, and that's kind of been his excuse, right?
3: That's right, yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that, that the money put aside to a ring I'm hoping he's able to choose me this time, and if not, then um, at least I know my answer. Yeah. Okay,
0: I I already love Cassandra. I hope this goes your way. You seem very sweet. Yeah. thank you.
1: (laughs) The options, again, if you're just hearing this for the first time, love him means Sam's going to have to propose on the spot, and we will hook him up with a $5,000 custom engagement ring from our friends at J.B. Simpson Jewelers. If he chooses the option, leave him, He has to break up with Cassandra and set her free so she can find someone who wants to commit to her. Mm -hmm. But Sam gets a parting gift of four gold seats to go see a Toronto Maple Leafs game. Hmm. (laughs) You think there's a possibility he takes the Leaf tickets here, Cassandra?
3: Um, I don't know. Like I, I, possibly he does. Has he been to a Leafs game before? Um, he's, been for a little bit i think one time but in toronto i don't think he's been so this Um, would be huge for him yeah so i'm a little nervous about that
1: (laughs) let's get sam's phone number here off the air and coming up we will give him a call is sam gonna love him or will he leave him will you love him or will you leave him will you choose the ring or choose freedom This is it. The moment of truth. We've got Cassandra on the line. She has been in a relationship with her partner, Sam, for seven years, going on eight. He has not popped the question. Always says that money is a big issue. He can't afford to do it, but seems to be able to afford to do renovations on the house anytime he wants Mm -hmm. to, huh, Cassandra?
3: Yeah, that's
1: right. So you say you're so nervous uh, right now that you think you might pee your pants. (laughs) That's
3: correct, yes. (laughs) It's a big decision.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we are putting Sam on the spot. He knows you entered this contest, but he had no idea that you were the winner. And he he may know now because I'm sure if his buddies or if he's listening to the Taz and Jim show, uh, he's been tipped off that we are about to call him. His options... His options are propose and get a $5,000 engagement ring from J.B. Simpson Jewelers, or he's got to set you free and we'll give him some leaf tickets for his trouble. Both great prizes. So tempting either way. You're getting gold one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we can get Sam on the line. Are you ready, Cassandra? I'm ready, yes. Hello? Hey, Sam. Yes. How you doing? Not too bad. How are you? Good. My name's Taz. I'm Jim. We're on the radio. You're live on the radio. Don't swear. Okay? (laughs) I'll be my best. And do you recognize this lady's voice? Hi. (laughs) (laughs) That is your uh, girlfriend of seven years, Cassandra. That is. Yeah, you you like her? (laughs) I like her, yeah. I definitely like her. (laughs) Okay. Then why haven't you popped the question yet, buddy? Hmm.
2: Uh, She deserves a a nice ring, and just saving up for it. Got got to get her what she deserves.
1: Okay. Well, have we got an opportunity for you, Sam. (laughs) Truly. Cassandra entered our contest, love them or leave them, and this is the grand finale, the ultimate ultimatum. You've got to make a choice here, Sam. We will give you an engagement ring valued at $5,000 from JB Simpson Jewelers right now. However, you will have to propose immediately. Or you have to let Cassandra move on in life. Mm-hmm. Cut ties, end the relationship, and you can go celebrate your freedom at a Toronto hockey game.
2: I mean, that's a tough call. I love the Leafs, but I mean,
1: I can't <laughs> let Cassandra go. You can't let Cassandra go? No. All right. As much as I love to see the Leafs play. If if you have decided that you would like to take the option, love them, you know what you got to do, Sam.
2: I got to propose? Take it away. Cassandra, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Let's get married. Do you want to get married? I do. Will you marry me?
3: I will, yes.
1: <laughs> yes, baby! Woo! <laughs> it's a Valentine's Day miracle! Yeah. Cassandra and Sam are getting married! Is there anything else? This is a, your big moment, Sam. Tell us what what you feel about Cassandra and why you are excited to make her your wife.
2: Well, I, uh, I think I heard her, her on the radio the first time. She said I'm her best friend, and, and the truth is she's my best friend, too, and I'm happy just to spend every day with her, so let's keep yep. doing that.
1: That's incredible. Now, this is a custom diamond engagement ring. You guys get to design well, this with our friends from J.B. Simpson. Uh, Cassandra, have you been dropping hints to Sam? I have, yes. <laughs> Do you know what kind of ring she wants, Sam? it has been uh, imprinted in my brain <laughs> what what are you going with
2: oh I, she loves the uh, the the, the Little diamonds around the band. She likes the cervical. I got a, a list of things she's pointed out she likes over the years. Okay. <laughs> well, it's completely custom, so whatever you
1: want, buddy. <laughs> Cassandra and Sam. Now we had a couple people message her, like you should give them the the hockey tickets too. We can't do that. No, no, no. That's it. That goes against the spirit of the game. Otherwise, we can never do this again yeah. because people will take the ring every time. So yeah. the hockey tickets are gone. However, you guys are getting a beautiful custom engagement ring. $5,000 is the value from J.B. Simpson Jewelers. And you're going to be able to spend the rest of your lives together as best friends and husband and wife. Way to go, you two.
3: Thank you so much. This is the Taz and Jim
1: Podcast. Is nothing sacred in this world? Headline reads, famed Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, latest victim of catalytic converter theft. Oh, mm, boy. He's dirty thieves, Jim. Yeah. There's no,
0: lo- like, they will stoop to whatever level. It's disgusting.
1: Well, literally, they have to stoop to a very low level to get <laughs> under the car. Yeah, yeah. To cut out the catalytic converter, and that's exactly what they did in Las Vegas. <laughs> to the hot dog-shaped Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. It was down there uh, to promote hot dogs, I guess, during Super Bowl festivities in Vegas. Parked at a hotel. The Wienermobile driver got in the vehicle, tried to start it up. Nothing happened. Realized the catalytic converter had been cut out of the bottom of the vehicle. Had to call and have the Wienermobile towed. Oh, that's a sad sight.
0: Oh, no. It's like watching one of your heroes in a wheelchair. Yeah. That's tough. It's like a, a limp wiener mobile <laughs> at that point. I know it's still a vehicle, and obviously they all run the same, but I wouldn't even think... That, like When I heard that the
1: catalytic converter was stolen, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess it would have one. How many other Wienermobiles are there out there, though? Are you going to sell a Wienermobile catalytic converter <laughs> to somebody?
0: I think they just pull out the platinum or whatever, and then that's what they sell. No. I don't think it's a replacement part. <laughs> but. Also,
1: I'm pretty sure that the catalytic converter on the Wienermobile fits into some other cars sure if it has to i, mean, I don't think they're coming off the production line custom made yeah. for the mobile.
0: i thought the thing this thing was just powered by mustard like, that's gas <laughs> hey bud you know interesting stuff happens in the country too some sometimes so i guess she's time for the rural report the rural, rural 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 report there we go
1: bud you know, we like to keep track of what's going on in the smaller communities across the Taz and Jim listening area. And the perfect guy to do it is small town go- boy done good, Jim Kelly, the pride of Mitchell, Ontario. Jim, what town are we heading to today? Taz, you ever heard tell the township of Georgian Bluffs before? I
0: think I have. Nor It's up there in North... South Ontario, <laughs> Owen Sound is where she's at, basically just outside of Owen. Okay, Sound. Okay, near Owen Sound, yeah. So Georgian Gr- Bluffs, Georgian is the name. Bluffs, lovely God's country up there. Gray Road Seventeen, just outside of Owen Sound. They set up a, a ride program. The OPP did, and this guy rolls up uh, in a truck to the ride program, and uh, they look uh, kind of past the driver's side into the shotgun, and they realize there are empties everywhere. So they say to the driver, "What? What are you doing with all those beers?" And he goes. These aren't beers; these are empties! And they're like, well, we're pretty sure we know where the contents of those cans are. Please step out of the vehicle. And when he steps out, they realize that not only is there a couple of cans, there are so many cans, It is the whole... A passenger side is filled halfway up to the window of the Dodge truck. It's a big spot for a big man to sit if he has to, but it is filled to the brim with cans. We're talking cans. hundreds of cans. I have never seen anything even remotely close to this in my entire life. Like the seatbelt alarm would be going off from the weight of those cans. Yes, without a doubt. <laughs> ding, yeah, ding. I, I'm looking at like the Dodge truck here, and it looks like it gets about 12 MPG miles per Guinness. I would guess. And this guy, he's got a pack of darts on the dash, a residential space heater wired into the truck, so I don't think the heater works well when he's driving down the road. It's just both him and the truck have seen better days. Uh, a surprising thing, though, this day, this was a daytime ride program. This was, was before dinner. So this guy clearly into a little afternoon Bud Light. But actually, looking closer here, I'm looking at all the cans. Just like beach in the 70s, he's all bush! Every single can is a bush heavy. This guy truly is from Georgian Bluffs. Uh, The only compliment I give this guy is that he is loyal, Uh, but there are so many bush cans, the officers haven't even taken the time to count them all. They have no idea how many cans are in there. And that's why the Owen Sound Lions Club will be doing the Guess the Cans raffle! Closest (laughs) guess wins two meat pies and a four liter jug of maple syrup. The 60 year old dude has been charged with impaired driving but also use of plate not authorized for the vehicle, so it's a false plate on Uh a different vehicle, operating a motor vehicle without insurance on top of this. Wow. So it's going to be a tough day in court. Lucky for him, he'll be able to pay his lawyers once he returns all those empties.
1: Yeah. I'm an environmentalist officer. (laughs) I'm just recycling. (laughs) Don't drink and drive. Devin Peacock. I
2: want to see you Peacock.
1: Let's take a look at sports with Devin Peacock. The weather is not the only thing that is reminding us that spring is just around the corner. Blue Jays have reported for spring
4: training, Dev. Spring training is uh, set to go here. So pitchers and catchers have reported for the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, The players will report uh, officially the position players in a couple of days, although lots of them are there already because the World Baseball Classic is this year. It'll be played before the start of the regular season, Uh, but the Blue Jays in general just seem pretty excited to uh, get going with their season. They've got a new uh, park to come back home to in Toronto. The dimensions are going to be different, and they've got a different team that's built more around pitching and defense, not as much offense this year, partially because of the new rules that we're going to have, but also really because of the new dimensions of the Rogers Centre. Well, we know they changed the the size of the the field, the outfield.
1: Um, They put a few new bars in. Did they do anything to the, uh, the
4: clubhouse? Did they put a foosball table in there or anything? Do we know? Uh, no foosball table. Although <laughs> uh, John Schneider, who is their manager last year, did you know on occasion bring in like a DJ to uh, greet <laughs> the players when they were there. And he's Get not relaxed before the big machine. game. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's
4: just it's not a thing he's going to do every single day. But it's one of those things that he does just to make things fun. That's you know that's today's athlete stuff you need to do. And Jays fans should be excited. This team has some promise. This team has a lot of promise. If you look at the World Series right now, it'd be a stretch to say the Blue Jays are one of the absolute favorites to win the World Series, but they're in the conversation. You know, you're looking at the Astros, the Dodgers again as the absolute favorites to make the World Series, but the Blue Jays are in that second tier, maybe second and a half tier. They've got, I think, a really good team, and their pitching could take them far in the East, it'll be the Blue Jays and the Yankees, I think, that are really going to be fighting it out for first place. And, of course, you need to win the division because the wild card is what it is. It's a wild card. It's not something you can uh, control as much as just winning your division.
1: And another quick baseball hit here, Dev, ghost running. Ooh, it's going (laughs) to stay in the rule book.
4: Yes, this is what they began during the pandemic because they didn't want to have games go too long. And so to speed them up in extra innings, they have the ghost runner. So if you get to the 10th inning or the 11th inning, whoever got out last... Starts on second base, so it's all meant to speed up games so you don't have these marathon 20-inning, extra-inning games. Baseball has now decided to keep that permanently, and I like the idea because baseball is long and boring enough as it is. We don't need five- and six-hour extravaganzas. It's not part of the, the pure part of the game, which kind of annoys me, but also... It's my favorite sport, and it's already boring enough. We don't need to be extending how boring it is. I have never heard somebody
1: who loves something so much crap on it so much. (laughs) I love it. It's my favorite thing, but it's the worst, and I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dev.